Hi, welcome to Mud of America. I'm Lauren Wade, your host, and yeah, it's our first fucking episode. What's going on? Um, I'm sitting here drinking a hard Mountain Dew, and jeez, has it been a, a month or two, man? I feel like I'm always saying that, but it's true. My life was going fine, when, especially when I started stand-up. I was like, okay, like, I'm secure, I can do this, I'm confident in myself, and then, like, in the last month, my personal life has just fell apart. My work life, my personal life, everything but comedy has fell apart. <laughs> and my comedy's even fell apart a little bit, too, because, like, just all the shit with my personal shit, like, it gets in the way of that because, like, my anxiety is, like, ten times more. And it's just really hard to handle and it really fucking sucks because I wish I just didn't have to deal with this shit. Like, I wish I didn't feel like... I don't even know how to explain it because it's not like the world's going to end. It is, but it isn't. It's almost what I would say if people describe P PTSD as, and which, I mean, maybe I have that. Who knows? I've talked to some people and they're like, uh, I'm pretty sure you have it because that's what I have and I was in fucking combat. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> that's cool. Um, but it just feels like you're just a caged animal or like a rabbit animal trapped in a corner like most of the time and it's fucking crazy. But man, did we just get right into it. <laughs> um, this is my first episode, so I figured I'd make kind of an introductory episode and I'm probably going to stumble on my fucking words a lot. Mud of America, the name kind of comes from, I'm kind of like just the mutt of my bloodline. I have some German, we have a family crest and everything like that from Germany. Um, and my mom's maiden name is the English form of the German last name. But then, like, in my most recent family history, I'm Native American. But I look pretty fucking white, and it's bullshit. I was born with jet black hair, and it just got lighter. And I was like, why couldn't I just, like, keep the jet black hair? I turned out emo anyway, like, would have helped me. Surprisingly, I never dyed my hair black because I was emo. One time I accidentally dyed my hair black because I got dark brown and I left it on there for a good minute and it looked black. It was crazy. But in my most recent past, I have Native American and that's like my grandpa's half and then my dad's a quarter and then on my card, I'm like technically 15.8% or some shit is what the weird ass fraction comes out to. But, like, you can definitely tell, like, I got the high cheekbones built like a linebacker and the red skin. I actually haven't touched the sun much in the last few years because I got tired of people telling me I look burnt because I have such a red tint to my skin. People don't realize how racist they are against natives still, like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. But, yeah, so, like, on my government forms, I'm a minority, I'm Native American, but, like, on the streets, I just look white. So I just like to joke that I'm a minority on the sheets, a white bitch in the streets. And that, you know, corporations and jobs love me because I'm white passing, but I check that minority point for them. So that's kind of, like, what Mutt of America come came from. Also, like, on a sadder note... <laughs> When I was depressed, I was like, I'm just the mutt of America. Kind of like the mall of America. Everybody hears about how great it is and how they should come visit and see it and check it out. And then they just hop the next train out of town. They experienced it. It was cool. 
And it was awesome. But bye. That's what it's like. And that's kind of like the sad, depressive side of Mud of America. I actually started a podcast before this one, and I only released like a couple episodes. And in the episode, I still called it the wrong podcast name because I was going to call my podcast Hulk Steak. Okay? So we'll, we'll go ahead and give a history. I was going to call the podcast Hulk Steak because, like, Charlie Day has his um, milk steak on It's Always Sunny. And I have Hulk Steak. So, like, you know how when you're a kid, I don't know how many people have this, but, like, there's probably a word or you call something a certain thing and that doesn't only your family calls it that or whatever. Well, I have Hulk Steak. When I was a kid uh, in the early 2000s or whenever, in the 2000s when the Hulk movie came out. So, like, Hulk and Spider-Man were my shit as a kid. Like, I don't give a fuck about Marvel anymore, but Hulk and Spider-Man back then were my shit. And so, the Hulk movie came out, and I had never had Salisbury steak before. And so my dad, we were in Walmart, and he's like, let's get some Salisbury steak for dinner. And I was like, that looks gross. It looks like meatloaf. I hate meatloaf. I still hate meatloaf to this day. But I was like, that is gross. That looks disgusting. I don't want it. And he was like, and they were advertising the Hulk movie on it. And he goes, no, 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 no. These are Hulk steaks. (laughs) They're not Salisbury steaks. They're Hulk steaks. He was like, if you eat them, you'll, you'll grow up and be strong like the Hulk. And I believe that motherfucker. So to me, I never knew it was called Salisbury steak. I just always knew it was called Hulk Steak because that's from then on, that's what we called it was Hulk Steak. And I legit thought that was the name of Salisbury Steak. I thought it was fucking Hulk Steak. I called it Hulk Steak and didn't know it wasn't Hulk Steak until I was like 15. I, uh, I said it at school one day and before this, my friends always just ignored it. They always gave me weird looks and I was like, why do they always look at me weird when I talk about Hulk Steak? Like, oh, we're having Hulk Steak today. It's fucking Hulk Steak. And they were like, what the fuck are you saying? Hulk steak? What the fuck is Hulk steak? And I was like, that's what we're eating. It's, it's Hulk steak. And they're like, what's Hulk steak? This is Salisbury steak. And I was like, no, it's Hulk steak. And they're like, no, I don't. we don't know what the fuck Hulk steak is, Lauren. We don't know what that is. And this is Salisbury steak. I was floored. I didn't know what to do. I didn't. Uh, my whole life was a lie. I I couldn't even compute it. And then I went home <laughs> and I immediately was like, when the fuck were you going to tell me that it is Salisbury steak and not fucking Hulk steak? And me being a comedian throughout life, they were like, we thought you were fucking kidding every time you would call it a Hulk steak. And I said, no, I have been dead fucking serious every time until now that I have said Hulk steak. <laughs> I don't know how you let me go through life thinking that's called Hulk steak. It's literally fucking ridiculous. You know how stupid I look? I'm 15 and I'm going to my parents like, I look so stupid. I've been calling this shit Hulk steak. And everybody's like, what the fuck is Hulk steak? So now that's all I call it still is. I just call it Hulk steak. 
like I never learned. It's the running joke of my life. Um, like I never learned what Salisbury steak is. I call it Hulk steak. I always post about Hulk steak when I eat it. And everybody's like, what the fuck? And I'm like, one day you'll know. So now, if you're listening to this, you know what Hulk steak is if you're personally in my life and listening to this. I was like, I don't want to get sued by Marvel or anything, which I don't think they will, but fuck, you never know anymore. So I was like, let's scrap it. It's not Hulk steak anymore. Let's do untitled and entitled because I can always change it later. (laughs) So I dropped... Me doing a podcast thinking it was going to be named Hulk Steak and introducing it as Hulk Steak, (laughs) but it was called Untitled and Entitled. And yeah, we ripped that from the market about two months ago since we started working on this one, which I've been working on this one for a long time. Um, I don't even know if I'm going to use all the backup episodes I have. And to preface this by saying, um, I believe I'm going to do a schedule of For sure, every other week. If I can, I'll do it every week. But I'm not trying to push myself. But I'm going to do it every other week, I believe. And maybe, if I have time, at least drop, you know, the off week. Drop, like, a little 10-minute episode or something. Or maybe I can spit out a 30-minute episode. I don't have to edit it all. Because I I like to go through and edit my podcast. Because, one, I slip the fuck up still. (laughs) And I say shit I shouldn't say. Not like cancel shit, but like names and stuff like that that I don't want to drop. Like the dead air. And also if stuff is too loud or this and that. I'm also just fucking partly OCD, I think. That's something my mom gave me. My mom's like intense about it, but like I'm just like, we're a gremlin until one day I clean everything like I fucking scrubbed the day four time. <laughs> like I've been doing meth, like. It's not even funny. Matt Farrell, he came over and he did the pod, so he's going to be on here soon. That's really cool. Um, But he was telling other comedians, he was like, Lauren's house, I go in, you know, it's so straight, it's neat, there's a bong as her centerpiece, blah, blah, and I just wanted to be like, Matt. (laughs) Matt, when people come to my house, it's like my mom's coming to check my room. And I shoved that shit under the bed, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> I shoved that shit under the bed, motherfucker. But of course, since I pay for my own house, I shove that shit in an extra room. I have like three extra rooms. So, <laughs> well, two for me. I have my bedroom. My cat, Freddy, has his own bedroom. He's got many nicknames. Freddy Dread, Freddy K for Freddy Krueger. So many names. I almost called him Dan, but he already knew his name is Freddy, so I was like, okay, you're going to keep your name. But I almost called him Dan just so I could be like, Dirty Dan from SpongeBob because I'm fucking stupid. But I have my bedroom. My cat has his own fucking bedroom, but the motherfucker's 16 pounds, and he's not overweight. He's just fucking 16 pounds, and everybody's like, oh, you have a Maine Coon or something? And I'm like, no. No, my aunt found this motherfucker almost dead in a field. And then now he's with me when he was like probably four or five months. She gave him to me. And this motherfucker is 16 pounds. He's eating and shitting me out of house and home. It's ridiculous. The litter and the food cost. Like, I think Boy went through a 16 pound bag of food 
in two months. So a man, that little man, eats 16 pounds of food in like two months. Excuse the fuck out of me. Like, I don't even eat that much, dude. Like, I'm not eating so you're fed. (laughs) This is fucking stupid. But those two rooms, and then I have my old bedroom from when I had a roommate here. And it's like a den. I kind of want to turn it into a studio or something, but like... It's just an odd setup, man, but it would be really good because I could put the green screen up because I would like to put a green screen up behind me and maybe start doing video or at least do lives or something or make videos. Fuck. I'm so bad at content creation. Like, I get too inside my head. Like, I'm my own worst enemy and critic. It's horrible. Like, oh, yeah, while we're on the subject, just go check out the uh, Saloon Scuffle podcast. I was on there, I had an episode called Lauren the Mud Girl, I think, and then Lauren's porn episode, because I got drunk and dumped my browser history, that was fun. I mean, I didn't share it all. Not completely all. I mean, the main stuff. I guess. I don't know. I haven't listened back to it, because I don't really want to. Uh, I'll give them the stream and put it on mute, but (laughs) other than that, I don't think I'll listen to it, but I was on there, and like... Just the anxiety of, for some reason, feeling like I'm going to fuck it up when all I have to do is be me and funny. And all my life, that's all I've had is being funny. So, like, why the fuck am I so worried about not being funny? I I think I'm more worried about being liked because that was my thing is I was never liked, really. Or at least it wasn't, it wasn't enough for me to perceive that I was liked, if you get what I'm saying. So, like, the whole way there, I'm just like, you're so fucking dumb. Like, nobody's going to fucking think you're funny. They're not going to fucking want you back. They're not going to do this. They're not going to do that. They're not going to help you out. They're not going to be on your podcast. Like, just, and just, like, mean-ass shit, like, to myself. I'm meaner to myself than anybody else, and it's honestly ridiculous. I am just so mean to myself, and I think that's where a part of my anxiety stems from, and maybe that is what anxiety is, is it starts with thoughts like that. But I, the whole mental health thing is just, like, it's so complicated, because, like, one little symptom would change it into something else. And how much do they really know about mental health? But I digress. I digress. I don't even know where I was going with that. But... Check out the Saloon Scuffle. If you're trying to get with me, go listen to the part two Lauren's porn episode. Um, Yeah. Overall, my personal life has fell apart. Let's talk about that a little bit. Okay, so like, work fell apart because like, this bitch. (laughs) This bitch. Um... Somebody who was harassing me at work, pretty much like, I'm a hard-ass worker. Like, I've got a touch of the tism, a case of the aughts, whatever you want to say, I think. So, (laughs) when I work, I fucking work. And a lot of people are like, you just have a work ethic. And I'm like, no. It's like, I work because otherwise I'm gonna fucking die. Like, also because, like, if I work, do you hear me again? Because, like, because if I work... And I work my ass off. Then they can't really say anything to me. That's my thinking. But I could be wrong. But it it also leads to like a burnout. Like where I'm like I can't do this shit anymore. Like right now I kind of feel like I'm in a burnout. 
because that shit happened at work. She was pushing a bunch of work on me, doing a bunch of shit like that, trying to get me to quit, basically, is what it felt like, which was later confirmed by somebody else, because apparently she told them straight up she was trying to do that. And it wasn't, this isn't reflective on the company at all. It's This is her own personal doing towards me because I don't fucking know why. Because I'm blunt and I fucking don't give a shit. And I just want to come to work and work and leave. I just want to come collect my dough, do the job at hand, and dip the fuck out so I can go do fun stuff like this or, or comedy or actually have a personal night to myself. Like, right now, it's just run, 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 run. Like, go to work, go to work. Comedy. And then, you know, comedy all week, even if it's, like, going to support at shows, like, just to show up and watch. Because, like, I love comedy, too, so I'm going to show up and watch. as kind of, like, a personal night to me. But people... Oh, shit, what was I saying? No, don't lose it. Oh, yeah, I'm in such a burnout because, like, of what I just said. It's just go, 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 whether it's work, comedy, podcasts. It's never really anything personal anymore. Like, yes, com- going and doing comedy, you know, going to bars, going to open mics, it's it's fun, too. It's not just like, oh, I'm going to work or this is business. It's partially business, kind of. Like, it's just what it is. But at the same time, it's not fully personal just hanging out. I don't have to worry about anything, you know. It's like, oh, shit, I got to go on stage. Like, I'm going to fuck this up. My whole anxiety thing again, you know, like I was just talking about. And so it gets really fucking stressful. But they were pushing a lot of work on me. And then uh, I got dumped. That was fun. Uh, I love this person more. Than I think I've loved anybody else. I think I legitly loved this person. I don't think I really loved anybody else I was with before. Um, I think I legitly love this person. So it really fucking hurt. But at the same time, like, it's almost like a kind of hurt of when somebody dies. Like, they're just not there anymore. And you're just like, nah, they're still there. Like, just not talking, you know. Or I just can't see them. But they're, they're still alive and around, you know. It kind of feels like something like that. Because, yeah, I grieved, but at the same time, like, I just got angry. And then now I'm just like, ho face? <laughs> then I'm like, nah. But then I'm like, ho face? Ho face. Maybe a ho face. No. I just keep going back and forth. Like, ho face? Should I? Should I go get some free dinners for some easy hand jobs? <laughs> That's a joke. I don't do that shit. Not anymore. <laughs> that was the old hope phase when I was young. I'm poor and broke, so I'll go have dinner with these guys and maybe I won't have to do anything with them. Or maybe I will. And then, especially when I'm on repeat, it's Melissa. Don't touch me down there. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I make it sound worse than it really was. It wasn't that bad. I'm pretty sure my camera just ran out of storage. So that's my phone. My phone's stupid. I need a new phone. If you want to donate. <laughs> so, 
the work shit happened. That was a whole bunch of bullshit. I got into HR with it because, like, she went off. She gave me some attitude on the wrong day, and I was done with her shit. And so I went the fuck off, and I and I told her what the fuck is up like I do and what my fucking problem with her was. And then she sat there and lied to my face, so then that just pissed me off even more. And I was like, there's no point in this conversation. It's going nowhere. Yes. Yes, there's a point in this conversation, she says. Um, and I'm like, no, like, it's literally not going to go anywhere. There's no fucking point in having this conversation. Shut the fuck up. And let me go. I'll go do whatever the fuck you want me to do. If it's that fucking big of a deal, I'll go do it. Just to get you off my motherfucking back. I got dumped. I usually don't get dumped, but I got dumped. Feels like you're grieving, grieving a close family member's death or something, kind of. I mean, not nearly as intense. I'm not saying that at all, but still fucking sucks. Um, what else happened? I feel like some other shit happened. Oh, now I'm just stressed because, like, comedy, like I said, my anxiety's higher after my personal life. It's just like, we're going to just buck your world up for a second. So that was nice. But I did, after all that happened, I took a week off of work because I was like, I can't. Like, I have to have a reset. And then what did I do? I booked my week with comedy and podcast, which I'm not complaining. Loved it. Fun time. I was on the saloon scuffle, like I mentioned earlier. Recorded some of my own podcasts that you'll hear later with Matt Farrell. I did one with Ian Kennedy up in Norman. Um, So, yeah. Those will be coming out, and I'm very thankful for that. Um, especially Matt. You'll hear in the episode to give you a little, little sneak peek. Um, he literally didn't get home till 4 in the morning, and then he was at my house by, like, 3. And I was like, dude, that's commitment. But, I mean, like, I do the same shit, but at the same time when other people do it, like, I'm like, damn. You look... You look like you're doing way better than me. Like, you're okay. Like, if I do that shit, I'm like, I'm gonna die in about .2 seconds. Or I chug a C4, and then I feel like my fucking skin has needles all over it. Like I'm getting acupuncture. Jeez. Let me slow down. Like I'm getting acupuncture. Wow. This podcast is gonna be a lot of me, like, fucking up words. And I feel like I'm gonna leave it in because it is really funny. I love when people stutter and shit. I'll be like, duh, 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 duh. <laughs> and it's so funny. <laughs> when you do that shit to them after they stutter, it's such a dick move. But God, is it fucking funny. But pretty much it'll feel like I did meth. <laughs> so I am very appreciative because when I see other people do that, I'm like, holy shit, dude. You're working your ass off. And of course, when you say pe- say that to people, they're like, I'm really not. Because it... It is hard in life to be like, I am doing enough. Like, because there's always more that can be done. But, like, is there? You know, how much how much more can you really do? Because you can't do everything. I mean, you can. But at the same time, you can't. Like, you can do everything you want to do. And everything you need to do, too. But there's always got to be a balance. And I feel like I'm failing a little bit, like, just a tad now. Because, like, I almost want to have panic attacks on stage. I feel like Bo Burnham. (laughs) 
and it's ridiculous because like i have people and they tell me i'm funny and shit and i probably sound annoying when people say that hey you did good tonight and i'm like thank you i appreciate it so much because like they don't understand how much that means to me because of how harsh i am in my head i'm like you're like if you've watched once upon a time in hollywood that's one of my favorite movies um i'm literally rick dalton when he fucks up his lines and then he goes in the trailer and talks about how he's gonna take himself home and blow his brains out in the pool me that that's me right there uh that's all i can say is just i get up there and do shit and i'm like god i'm gonna take you home and blow your fucking i'm break your fucking kneecaps and i don't get it i don't know why i have to be that way even when i take my meds i'm still pretty harsh on myself it doesn't matter because i take anxiety medication when i take it like i said but i took this week off i did a lot of podcasts i did a lot of comedy even if it sucked i mean i did i had a mic or two that went really well but then the other ones were (laughs) they weren't that good not that good at all and even me for only being like i'm like two and a half months into comedy now maybe three so like i'm not i'm not well versed at all i'm not anybody (laughs) that's what i like to say right now is like i'm a fucking nobody and people think i'm somebody just because i get up there and do it but that's what a lot of people have told me they're like i respect you a lot just for getting up there and doing it because like i could never and for me i'm just like why i don't get that like, I have extreme anxiety, literally pour, oops, sorry, literally pour sweat on stage. Like, it's the new joke about my clammy fucking hands because the mic is so wet, whoever gets it next. And I feel bad, but I can't help it. And they're literally confident people. And I'm like, what do you mean? How can I do that? Like, it's like anything getting on stage, but I guess they have stage fright, which I don't get that with a lot of confident people. But I don't get confident people, like, where they're like, I can't, like, I respect you so much because you do that. Like, dude, I'm about to fucking blow my brains out before I get to the parking lot. (laughs) Like, I don't know how I do it either. Like, I'm not really going to blow my brains out before I get to the parking lot. If I don't do, at this point, like, with the way my life has fallen apart and just the way last year went and everything... And I don't want to sound too whiny or anything, but comedy is keeping me alive right now. If I don't do comedy, like, I don't see a point in living right now. Because that's what I've always wanted to do for a long time now. I'm finally doing it. I'm not doing too bad. And I'm not, like, trying to brag or anything, but, like, for only being three months in, I'm not doing too bad. So, like, I don't get why. I'm so harsh on myself. But if I don't do comedy, I don't think I do life anymore. (laughs) I don't want to do life anymore. And I'm not, like, nobody be worried about me or anything. That's just, like, the realization I came to. First, I was like, okay, it's either, like, buck up or shut up and kill yourself. Like, (laughs) buck the fuck up or shut the fuck up and kill yourself. That, that's the point we're at. And then it was like, do fucking comedy, dude. Or fucking kill yourself. <laughs> so I did comedy. I think I did comedy as a, a fuck you to myself. 
that I could do it and I wouldn't just completely fucking, I mean, nuke the stage, like just bomb. <laughs> I did not do bad. Of course, I don't really know what killing's like other than like one time in a smaller room. I, I got some good laughs and that shit, it's crazy the happiness I feel when I make people laugh. Like, when I kill a room, even in real life, when I'm just, like, bullshitting with coworkers or whatever, and I kill a room, dude, shoot me in the back of the head right now because I'm the happiest I will ever be in my life. That's how I feel. So, I'm to the point where it's, like, do comedy or, like, you're just gonna fucking just go die, dude. Like, do comedy or go die, dude. <laughs> Should that be the name of the episode? Do comedy or die. <laughs> this week has taught me a lot, though, too. Not only, like, just the way comedy and open mics and everything work, but I definitely found my direction I want to take the podcast, I think, if I can. Because, like I said, I still work a job, and I'm trying to do comedy and open mics on top of that, and then also do this. And I'm trying not to burn myself out with too many projects too fast. Because I've been wanting to start a podcast for a long time. But I also, I may have just said this. I'm a little tired. Um, I found the direction I want to go with a podcast because, uh, like I said, I had one with Matt Farrell. I had one with Ian Kennedy. And I think that's something I really want to do anymore is just... Uh, you know, have still have my Mutt of America episodes where alone, where I'm bitching and talking about shit like this, but also have those episodes with other people or even my friends. My friends have some good stories that I would like to bring them on for them just to tell their stories because they don't do comedy. They don't do anything like that, but I feel like some of their stories need to be he heard. But I, I want to take it a direction of interviewing local comics or like comics I meet, hanging out and doing like kind of like an interview, like you know, how'd you, the same bullshit, you know, how'd you start comedy, why'd you start comedy, what was, what made you want to start doing comedy, the shit like that, do shit like that, it would be dope, um, and then the other half just kind of like, or after that's done, you know, just shooting the shit, like a regular podcast, let's talk about some shit, but that's, that's the direction I think I want to go, just a little bit course like I said I'll have my regular episodes where I just do me and I do my whining and bitching like I do it's just titbits uh if you've seen me on stage it's just titbits spring break up in this bitch we just like to complain and get shit off our chest so that's what life's about for me I have no friends so I'm hoping somebody out there and in La La Land or the ether will listen to me <laughs> and maybe relate. Also, I have a, if you're still listening and you're liking it, I have a Gmail set up for the podcast. It's muttofamerica at gmail.com, M-U-T-T-O-F, America at gmail.com. If you can't spell America and you're in it, sorry. Um, <laughs> rip to you, my dude. So, if y'all want to, like, send in questions or, like, topics or something, please do it. Just, like, put in the subject, you know, question or 
topic I want to hear your opinion on, or just like topic, but like I'll take topic as like a topic you want my opinion on, or want to hear this, um, and yeah, or just send me dick pics. No, I'm just kidding. Please don't do that. Uh, my my email's just dick pics. It's like Legion of Skanks up in that bitch. <laughs> That's what I want to do with this. Is just have me some episodes and then also use it to interview local comedians and what they're doing. Like I've been working a little bit with the my Peacock guys. We actually have a show coming up or I have a show that's um, put on by them. Uh, I'm just opening. I'm not like a headliner or anything. Um, I'm opening a show in my hometown August 25th. Uh, it's a $10 cover charge at Jitter's Coffee House. Um, if you can make it, make it. Uh, so, I'm working with those guys a little bit. They're really cool. They're really supportive. They've got some cool stuff that's starting down here in southern Oklahoma. Um, I definitely want to branch out to Austin sometime. Hopefully in the next few months. Just try to fuck around, see what's going on. Meet some people. Maybe take my podcast shit. I want to get some, like, lapel mics or something so I can be even more portable. Or maybe, like, just some regular, like, old mics like we use for stand-up and stuff. Because that's what uh, Andrew Patterson does. Andrew and Matt have a podcast together. And that's what they use. And the audio's really not that bad. So I've been thinking about picking up some of those instead. Because I definitely need an extra mic or two. That's better than the extra mic that I have because it's not really bad, but it's just, it's bulky. It's not as portable. It does have a stand though, like an actual mic stand. And so that's nice, but I need to get something a little more portable because that would just be really cool just to go walk around Austin or something or meet some people down there and be like, Hey, you want to do a podcast and mic them up and then be like, boom, we're doing a podcast. Um, so, hopefully, that is the direction this will go. That's what I want to do with it. But like I said, the only things I really have going on is you can see me. I do about every My Peacock open mic at Red Dirt Reloaded in Lawton, Oklahoma. For every first and third Wednesday, there's an open mic at 7.30 um, if you want to sign up. Go to my peacock, M Y P E E C O C K. You can sign up for the open mic. I do that every first and third Wednesday of the month. I've been trying to make it up to the city. I did JJ's in Bricktown last week. Um, Andrew's got his own place, Comedy Avenue, that I did an open mic at too. He's doing some really cool stuff. Um, God, what's the guy's name? John Carden or something is coming to play there in November. I'm definitely going to go see him. He's like featured or open for Big J Okerson. That's one of my favorite comedians. So I definitely want to go see him. Check him out. Um, and then, yeah, my show, um, I'll be opening for TJ Evans and Brandon Moss. We got Andrew Patterson hosting August 25th. At Jitter's Coffee House, ten dollars uh, is a cover, and it starts at eight p.m. I believe seating starts at like 
7.30, maybe 7.15. And of course they have drinks, coffee, shit's available. Um, and it's a really cool, chill environment. I really like it. You should come check it out for sure. But this has been a little taste of the podcast. Thank you for listening in if you're still here. And yeah, I don't know how I'm going to sign this shit out. I'm Lauren Wade, and this is Mud of America. <laughs>